think we need to begin the episode with an apology. With a what? With an apology. Oh, we yeah? have to apologize. About what? Because we go to the gym. Right. And You're also sitting on full dog right now. I forgot to cover the couch. Is that okay? That's okay. Okay. There's no wet this. Yeah, there's no piss got nothing to do with piss it. Piss got nothing to do with it. Yeah. She would never piss there. That's yeah. her sleeping spot. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. In fact, I'm probably in the safest place in the entire house. Yeah. When you yeah. think about it. Yeah, when you think about when it. When you think about so it. So what's your apology? What's My apology? So we go to the gym and... Um, Are you apologizing to me? Yeah. Well, I'm sort of apologizing to the... Uh, making it like a public apology. Right. Right? Because today... Um, we went up and wait yeah. on kettlebell swings. Yeah. That's <laughs> as you see me bending right and, now. And, <laughs> um, it was, uh, too much, too fast. Too much, too fast. Too much, too fast. Way and too fast for old Bo's back. Bo's back caught fire. Yo, it lit up. <laughs> it caught, it was like a Christmas tree. It lit up. Um, we got through two of them though. I did do the full 50 on that second one. We got through two of them. But I'm still waiting for the apologies. So sorry, I keep interrupting. Right. And, uh, yeah, you know, we go to the gym and I feel a sense of like a sense of, uh, impatience, ownership or, um, impatience respo- responsibility <laughs> okay. and impatience. <laughs> um, so I just, I just want, I just want to apologize cause I feel like your health, yeah, specifically your arm size, but also that I've, I recently I've had people tell me they're apparently the other people have other Things that they take into factor when they factor in when they evaluate their health. Yeah, well, that's stupid. Those people are stupid though. But so, like my arms, though, there no question. The arms aren't tired. Right. I'm not fatigued in that area. Yeah, and they look great. They look great. Yeah. Like when I that mark when I was at my sous vide machine like a week a week ago. Yeah. And it was a long shot, and uh-huh. I just set it down. Yeah. And I moved it, and I caught a glance in my periphery of what yeah. my arm was doing. Yeah. It was like triceps, and 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 the shoulders were like, you could see shapes. Damn. And it's like, ooh, sous vide. So did you did you finish putting your chicken breast in the in the water bath or did and and then masturbate or did you jerk off and then finish? I had already done it earlier that that morning because sometimes I'll wake up at like four a.m. and I can't get back to sleep. It's a, you know it's a good right. Literally just you know you just bang one out and then you're like bang one, right. Man. Well, and that also leaves you open for like the rest of the day. In case you catch yourself. No, I'm 38. In case you catch yourself no, in the mirror. I'm done for the day. <laughs> no, I'm done. It is a physical impossibility <laughs> for us to orgasm twice in one I am day. Done, everyone. <laughs> Learn that the hard way. <laughs> like Learn can't do this. Hard. Can't do this. Can't do this. Maybe can't do four this. years ago. Can't maybe do this five years ago. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. It's not. Uh, you know. Uh, and let me tell you, the Prozac doesn't help. No, the Prozac see, doesn't I'm not help. On any yeah, drugs. It doesn't help things. Yeah, no, not yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not yet. But maybe we'll see once we'll we see. start lifting heavy weights. So, what and, kind of drugs I get and, on? Any, anyway, I um I apologize. I accept your apology. Okay, great, good. Now we can now we can start the you show. Officially start the show. We can start which the means show. My now. name is Bo. Bo was just apologized <laughs> to by me, whose name is Mike. Mike just apologized to Bo, to Bo. which means you're listening to. Tope Suicida! That's what wrestling can be. We're here you on You go to Tope into your head. You Ooh. go next door to your neighbor. Say, hey, what's up? You go, hey, are you moving out? My neighbors are moving out. The are ones- they? Yeah, the ones that I never see. Not, just, the, they were, not, not those them. people. Them. 
They were here for a year. You, well, you see your your um you, you see um oh, the the woman that lives next to you, but you'd never see her Correct. partner. Apparently, her um, I hope right? they don't listen to the show. Sarah is her name. They gave me a card with their name, Sarah and Trevor. I think is his name. A card with their Trent. name oh. and their phone numbers right when they moved in, and that oh. was the last interaction we had a year ago. They gave you donuts too. They gave me a donut, which is real cool. I like that. I bet since I never gave them my phone number back, I realized. Um, which yeah, to, but all but also that that, that I'm that, not used to that neighborly that's quite, stuff. That's quite a bold gesture. It's off, for emergencies off yeah. the bat. That's true. Off the but bat, no rapport was made beforehand. To be like, here's my number, and I just need the last four digits of your social and your mother's maiden name. To be fair, it is very easy to win me over because the donut worked. Sure, but apparently not well enough. Because well, I was never are, mean to them. Here we are. Like I was never like fucking. Was, oh, sure. was that in the cards that you were gonna be mean? That if, you were I mean, if be they were to mean, them, if they like, let's say, right? Let's say they did show up more than they showed up when they lived here, and they and 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 uh, they did make irritate me. In my head, I'd be like, "Well, they did give me that donut. Let's oh, let it pass." So the donut's like an insurance. It's policy. like a cushion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, but apparently, according to my uh, property owner, they're breaking up. They broke up, and ah. so their lease is up. They're Been parting there. ways. Uh-huh. Which is fine because I love getting new neighbors. You know, maybe I'll get another donut out of it. No, maybe I'll I'll just move in next door. Oh, you'd love that place. It's got two rooms. It's like the only difference. I think That's it's great. My place got two rooms right now, so that'd be an easy transition. <laughs> just two total. Two there's total. two total. I got well, two total. Well, well, no, there's a bathroom, so there's there's there's. We have the same amount of rooms. I think three. Do we, we have three totals? One two, tiny, big, big. Well, this big, big, big. You you have an extra bedroom though. You have a, you have two bedrooms, don't you? Yeah, totally. In that tiny little closet? That's nice? a closet. Okay, that's what it is. It's, it's a, a closet. Water, it's a water closet. Yeah. It's not the water closet. Do you remember what the water closet was? Like an old timey? It's tiny? called, a, It's that's a bathroom. That's a pseudonym for... <laughs> Hello. A bathroom. Hi, Luther. Our fourth co-host is here um, um, showing off his athleticism, jumping on the couch. But uh, I accept your apology. The show started. We're here. It's uh-huh. a special... What did you name this episode? I called it Honor Roll. I think it's a good name. Okay. What's it about? Well, you didn't think, it didn't seem like you thought it was a good name when I first said it. No, I, I did. It was, my concern was like, because you were what like, if someone read ring, it and was like, you were what like, is this? The Ring of Honor experience. Yeah. So, and then I was like, what? let's call it Honor Roll. I'm just thinking like the person that picks up the show yeah. sees it Honor Roll. They don't know what it's about. Right. But the Ring of Honor experience yeah. is exactly what it's about. R- yeah. You do. I suppose that's true. Yeah. That's that's the but that, it's called honor roll and I honor roll okay um so yeah what we're doing um as you as you all know um Ring of Honor has um been bought by uh, Tony Khan the proprietor of AEW and it is allegedly going to continue on as its own um, kind of subsidiary yeah. of of AEW and that's that's great we'll see if that actually happens because I've definitely been in situations uh watched companies sports companies yeah. and stuff like like when the for instance when zufa um the company that that zuba like Z- the pants no 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 zufa okay. zufa i think it's like italian for like street fight it's italian for zuba pants <laughs> <laughs> they love the giraffe print. when they uh bought pride fighting championships right in Japan, they said, oh, we're going to keep Pride and we're going to continue to run Pride events. And it's just going to be like a, another league that we have in addition to the UFC. Yeah. And that nev- that there was never another Pride show. It See, was over. I feel like Dana is similar to Vince, though. Yeah. Where 
he buys to smother and destroy. Well, the other thing is, is that Dana didn't buy. Like, so Dana wasn't an owner. D- Dana's, um, I think. Uh, oh, actually, I think he's he has a minority or did have a minority stake, but he wasn't the principal. The okay. two the two dudes who really owned the UFC were were uh, Lorenzo and Frank Fertitta, right? Who were brother twins. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think they're actually twins. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they basically hired Dana to be their face of the, the face of the right. company. Yeah. Well, either way, I think, I don't think Tony is like that. I right. feel like he's got, he's hired such a big roster cause he knew that he was also going to be buying ring of honor cause the roster is huge. That's true. They got a lot of wrestlers, lots of wrestlers. And I think, um, having those extra belts, mm-hmm. it doesn't one it because they're not AEW belts. Mm-hmm. It doesn't like devalue or clutter the belt scene in AEW. Yeah. But you get literally four, I think five belts, including the women's four men's and another women's belt. Mm-hmm. Ooh, no tag. We got tag belts. We got uh pure, we got heavyweight, we got TV and women's. I said five, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. So you, you now allows Tony to have this extra show. Maybe it'll take over dark. One of the darks on YouTube. Yeah. And then all these other belts. And then maybe these wrestlers will be like, all right, you're going to see Jay lethal more in ROH. Because ROH right. knows him. Yeah. He's in a huge, a, a cool program right now where he's turned heel. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I think it'll stick around, though. Yeah. I, it's a legacy purchase. So, like, I feel like Pride, that was a competition purchase. You know? Yeah. I, I, just, you, I, I guess you're right. I guess you're the right. Same with in WCW. And that, that ROH was going to go out of business regardless of what was happening with AEW. Let's talk about Luther really wanting your love. Luther, hi. So is this respectful? Does How you he doing? Want your respect here? Actually, yeah, he's, he's being pretty respectful okay. right now. Okay, okay. that's the, this is a nice change of pace. Uh-huh. Hi, hi. You haven't busted out your Coke Zero yet. That's the problem. That's true. Yeah, I haven't. Well, I know better now. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so um, Ring of Honor is still alive and kicking, at least for now, uh, although under different ownership. And we thought since it was a you know sort of an end of an era, um, our Ring of Honor just held its final. Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor Super show, card. the Supercard. Um, Which is wonderful, too. The, the last Ring of Honor presents Ring of Honor um, show. And so we thought, you know what? Let's go back and do a series where we um, enjoy and celebrate um, the the history of Ring yeah. of Honor, since we're now at kind of a moment of changing of the guard. So that's what we're going to do. And it's also really interesting for me because... I didn't watch very much at all Ring of Honor. Yeah, let's talk about that now. So, like that's that's so that's your kind of history with it. Really, a non-history. Non-history, almost pretty, like me in the the um, like I, ruthless I, aggression era. Yeah, like thing. I sort of knew that it existed. Which this happens during the ruth, ruthless aggression yeah, era, right. mainly. Ma- mainly, right? Yeah. Um, and so I I I I knew I had heard those words. Yeah. But I didn't watch the show and was plugged um not really plugged into wrestling the way that i had been but once i started watching nxt again mm-hmm. well not again but that sort when of it, yeah. what got me back into wrestling then i started getting on the on youtube and like finding this all this stuff same, that you yeah. know that i had never watched when it was happening um but i'm basically playing totally playing catch up this is similar with me so like i i think i've mentioned this before cm punk 2011 right is what got me back into wrestling uh-huh. after leaving after the attitude era and doing uh you know 10 right. years of whatever right and he mentioned the pipe bomb he mentioned roh i was like what is that and oh, then I looked it up, okay and then that led me to the same then now i'm on the same path as you wow. okay these stars are cool oh they're going to nxt what's nxt uh-huh and then jumping on that right when the first takeover started 
few months before that. Yeah. But uh, we, you and I lived the entirety of a federation coming. That's true. And basically going. Coming with, and going. With yeah, NXT. Because no. now we're in 2.0, so it's a different beast entirely. That's true. You're not, you're not wrong. Although I guess that was also true for WCW. Yeah. You know, once WCW became the actual wrestling promotion slash company and no longer just the title of the TV show yeah. of the, that the NWA was putting on every right. week, World Championship Wrestling on the Superstation. But like a spinning globe or something. In yeah, exactly. Movies. No, absolutely. <laughs> That's what it was. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yes, for Ring, Ring of Honor, um, we, I wasn't watching, but we, they, we were there when AJ Styles was being born. As a professional wrestler, we were, we were. That was Impact. You're thinking Impact Wrestling, not AJ Styles. Yeah, AJ Styles wrestled in Ring of Honor. Oh, I thought you were talking about NXT again. For I slipped back. Oh, and I was like, oh, what? No, <laughs> I was like what? No, that's you're thinking Adrian Neville. I think is what you're thinking. <laughs> I mean, it's also possible that we're going, depending on what happens with NXT 2.0, mm-hmm. that will be another one that we can add to the list of promotions that we have watched from their birth birth to death. march to, to death march. to their long their long slow agonizing colors very co- so you know, i still love the colors they got those new belts and they yeah. look great the women's yeah. belt looks great on white the men's belts not so much but yeah ring of honor brian danielson nigel mcginnis cm punk cm punk Samoa joe Samoa joe aj styles loki but mike and i have each brought a match that it's we mo watch. mo i don't think was ever mo. mo's gone i think yeah. he's gone so we each brought a, a, yeah. a Ring of Honor match, and we're going to show them to each other, and it's going to be fun. And it's also cool because they're kind of different eras of Ring of Honor. So yeah, they're separated by quite a few years. But we're going to get to that. Yeah. Before that. I feel like I hear a train. Like a, like a train approaching. From like- Good Oh, it's the Huge News Express. Oh, wow. Looky here. I got one bit of huge news for you. Okay. It's coming off the train here. Only bought a ticket for one way. It's not going home. No ticket. So no, no, no. It is Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Yeah, he is. threw the Nazi out of the... We always come back to Temple of Doom. Out of the... <laughs> don't we? Out of the... Fuck. No, that's Last Crusade. It he starts threw, with the yeah, plane. Temple of Doom starts with the diner. Throws the Nazi out of the Zeppelin. Right. No ticket. He just, kills, he just kills that man. We haven't said that. Nazi, we though. haven't said that yet this episode the nazis suck fuck nazis fuck nazis yeah any new listeners fuck nazis fuck nazis um i want to talk it's not really news oh it is news cody has his first match scheduled oh okay uh, for i think raw tomorrow wow um and i we may have talked about this or i might have just said it in my head but i was i think it was in the shower thought thinking of cody's trajectory Mm -hmm. of where i think it's headed once he debuted in my head, I was like, you know what? I bet he's he's gonna have this a good, a fun WrestleMania match. He did, yeah. And I was like, I bet on Raw, he's gonna come out and do a promo the next night about trying to reach the right best levels of heights he can. And his promo yeah. was indeed about family, his trajectory, yeah, like wanting to, to be champion, surpass his dad's legacy, legacy. of of yes. being made to wear polka dots for yeah. two and a half years. So, which is what I figured he'd talk about, and he did. And then I thought, wouldn't it be funny if he got into a match with The Miz? He has a match with The Miz tomorrow. He's fighting The Miz. (laughs) We're at The Miz already. It came quicker than we thought. It came quicker than we thought. (laughs) Mike's face is pissed. He's pissed. We're fighting The Miz. And then I bet next will be some kind of title shot trajectory. He'll probably win. That's the trajectory I think he's going to have. And so far, he's on it. He's on that path. 
He's wrestling the Miz. Okay, tomorrow. I'm sorry. Explain to me what his trajectory is again. His trajectory so, so he is he wrestles the Miz. Shows up at WrestleMania, huge pop, celebrates, wins the match. That happened. Next night, Raw after WrestleMania, huge right. Raw, got huge numbers, over two million people. Uh-huh. Especially for Cody's segment. I thought Cody's probably gonna talk about legacy. He always fucking talks about his family and legacy. He yeah. did. Yeah. Then I thought... Didn't mention pro- the polka dots, but... No. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, he's probably going to fight The Miz next, because that's just what Vince would do. And that's what Vince is doing. Okay, so, so he's going to wrestle The Miz, yeah. and, and then you think he's going to get a shot at the Intercontinental... Not or immediately. U- or I think US No, I think he's going to go straight to a Roman Reigns type of situation. Because I think Roman beat Brock. I think Roman's the champ. Yes, he's, of the, WrestleMania he's the double champ. 39, I think. Yeah. We, already, we watched 38 last week, and then the next night was WrestleMania 39. So this is, this is, this is why I don't think that's going to happen. Why? Because he's wrestling the fucking Miz. <laughs> On Raw, after WrestleMania, after making his debut yeah. and getting, a, to be fair, yeah. a much bigger response than I had anticipated. Yeah. I was wrong i was fucking wrong i don't think the people ever hated him in no AEW, i don't i don't think know? anyone hated him but i, I think the level of be, of excitement that cody was back on the show that they like to watch yeah or that he was wrestling at wrestlemania i did not think that that was going to be as big of a deal to mm-hmm. the people as it clearly was well it's 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 weird with wrestlemania you can't really get a you get this big melting pot gauge because WrestleMania is not just Dallas residents, right? It's people from all over the world have gotten there. Yeah. So you're going to get a larger swath of Cody fans. I'm wondering now, and same with the next night, I'm wondering now once they start touring, like what's the crowd reception going to be? And like, all right, these are all local people that live here. Do they all love Cody? I want to see that local response as they start traveling, but I'm sure they'll love him. But it's uh, I'm not mad at really anything about this situation. I, I guess just think... What I'm saying is that if you get that response at WrestleMania, you don't put him in the mess. and everyone goes ape shit <laughs> yeah. for this guy, the the very next this reeks of Bret Hart and WCW. Uh-huh. Like you make him a special guest referee a month after he after Montreal. It, it's 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 that's ins- insane. But like um, the very next thing that I would do is now that you have this guy who is obviously over uh, well yes but not only that but one of the faces of the competition with the exact yeah. stem to stern he's I still love that he's still Same he's doing, still doing the american nightmare thing the 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 immediately the first thing that you do even if you don't have him win is walk out in the middle of the ring and go i want to fight roman reigns yeah for those for that big belt yeah and have everybody belt. and then have everybody yeah. go, oh fuck. And yeah. then you and then, then you, you build towards it. Build it for SummerSlam or even Survivor Series. Like you can get a, a you have him say, I want that, and then put all these fucking roadblocks and assholes in his way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Usos and you know what I mean? Like make it hard for him to even get that match. So yeah. I mean it could even be a year long build if you want. But it's all there. It's like Jericho to MJF. He it's had to go through there. all those trials of MJF, like different people over and over. You can't get to me first. You have to go through people. Right. But like what you know, whatever. I, I don't know. But it to, to me it feels like you you have his first match on Monday Night Raw with the like why who gives a shit what purpose does that serve it doesn't serve a purpose at all I, all it serves is that we know uh, even if his wrestling is kind of boring the Miz he is a safe worker he's a solid worker he can have good matches no the Miz is a good wrestler yeah he's That's good he's not... just the problem I have with it is just he's boring now like 
I've seen that. I've seen the Miz for 15 years. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen when Cody was wrestling the likes of Darby. Great. Sammy. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, 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 even, even QT Marshall versus Cody, something I've never seen before. It was standard, but it's fine. It was good. I'm concerned now that we're never going to see Cody versus Riddle. We're not going to see Cody versus Ricochet. We're not going to see Cody versus Kevin Owens. We're not. Well, we might see that. But like all these these mid card, technically mid carders in WCW, they're still there. That are fucking awesome. Pete Dunn, excuse me, Butch. We're not going to see Cody versus Butch ever. It's funny you said WCW, but you meant WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the matches I want to see, and I think now that Cody's entered at his main event. When Vince is mine, oh, you can't wrestle the mid-carters. But that's what The Miz is. That's a good point. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's a good point, but I think he's upper-tier mid-card for In Vince's mind, at least. Yeah. And I'm I'm sad that we're never going to see the matches. Now that he's within that talent pool, the matches that I want to see, I don't think will ever happen. I mean, I think that actually we will, and I I think that they will squander and waste Cody, (laughs) and they will... um, do things that don't make any sense, and he'll be on a carousel, and like every well, like yeah. like everybody else. What if he gets the IC belt, and they just do the open challenge in the same way they did the TNT belt? It's the same thing, but he has an open challenge, and then he gets to fight Ricochet. <laughs> I mean, down. I won't watch it. We're not gonna watch. I'm just product. saying, there's plenty of time for us for Cody to waste time <laughs> wrestling. Having good matches yeah. that yeah. don't necessarily have a lot of impact with really good, talented wrestlers to entertain a live audience in the middle of the card. There's plenty of time for that. That can happen in a year. But right now, yeah, yeah, you have a branding iron hot motherfucker, yeah, who just came in and who he, just gave your needs, who gave your like almost a million extra viewers on your raw basically right and yeah. he w- needs to want the big belt right now right fucking but, I now i mean Miz just got off that celebrity match he's got to wrestle cody <laughs> yeah we're on the same page with this it's i'm never going to i'm never going to understand ever news. again i'll never understand that company i i swear to god I'm, I'm, you know we'll see if 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 uh, unfortunate passing events which will happen uh, sooner than later when that happens if things change would be interesting, but I don't think it will. Yeah. Honestly, if we were in a position that we were two years ago where we knew it was like, yeah, Triple H is going to take over. What, what are we talking about? Yeah. I was happy with that because despite our qualms with H, yeah. NXT was a good product before he lost control of it. Um, well, he, he the, the last year was kid or miss. Once AEW showed up. Yeah, I mean, the yeah, the first year. Year two years no, of NXT no, you're, you're were, you're were dope. Age. No, we're, we're dope. It was like five years of six years of we're good dope. NXT. Anyway, now that he's not going to run the company, and it'll probably be the other uh, con, Nick Con is his name, right? Who's responsible for all those layoffs last year? Mm-hmm. I just don't think things would change really because he's not a wrestling focused guy. You know, mm-hmm. that's why I like Tony Con is because he actually likes wrestling. Anyway, that's the huge news. What was it again? Cody's, Cody's wrestling Cody's the trajectory. Miz. Yeah, yeah. The the, the Miz. The, the immediate news was tomorrow's match with the Miz, or excuse me, yesterday's match with the Miz. Great. Well, you know what? By the time you hear this, that match has happened. It, it could already have been happened. Tri- five star. It, it maybe it didn't. Maybe it didn't even happen. Maybe Six they. Star. Maybe they did something. Maybe they do something cool. Like you Cody think, will come maybe out and Vince, be like, "I'm not wrestling this match." Or like Vince just rewrote the whole show in yeah, like an maybe. hour before showtime, which he's been known to do every week. <laughs> sounds like it sounds like Bischoff. Sounds like a nightmare. Um, everyone show up to work in your suits before you wrestle though. 
He's big on dress code, Mr. Vince. <laughs> um, let's get ready into the show here. I have a question for you. Okay. But this week, it's in your voice. Is that okay? It's fine. All right. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? Mike. Yep. Who is your favorite wrestler here on episode 127 entitled Honor Roll? You know who my favorite wrestler is. Let's Tell not, me. Let's not even play. We don't need to play. Our, let's let's not. I'm typing something right now. screwing around here. We know who it is. It's my favorite wrestler. It's your favorite wrestler. It's everybody's favorite wrestler this week. Okay. Is a young man Uh-oh. previously known. Mm-hmm. As Wheeler Yuta. Oh, really? But now, forevermore, rechristened <laughs> Yuta Wheelerson. Let's just—he's my favorite wrestler too. Let's just get that out of the way. Yeah. Wheeler Yuta. Let's talk about Yuta real quick. What do, what are his what are his tights going to change to? Because he got to get rid of the stripes. Yeah, he's got the like, silver and black's good, but the colorful ones. He's got go. like the neon Tron. Like, he looks great. Cheap, it, oh, it's great. Look. Doesn't work with the with the BCC with that Mark Henry thing I sent you. Maybe. His, he's thinking it might be the next NWO, which would be pretty cool. Oh, I didn't watch it. What you sent me? I, I, I most of the time I don't. Just I do that to you all the time. Well, now that I know your new schedule, yeah, I won't say what it is, but your new schedule, I know when you're not going to get back to me. <laughs> so <laughs> your new schedule. Thanks. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like on that Wheeler Yuta match, when he won, he wrote BCC in his own blood on his yes. chest. Yeah, that's cool. And so in the uh, an audio clip I sent you was Mark Henry talking to uh, Bully Ray on Busted Open Radio. He's like, Mark Henry's like, I think this BCC thing going the way they have, mm-hmm. feel it feels like the next NWO, like that kind of fucking energy. Like he was like, what Tony needs to do, and if he's listening to this, they need to release a Wheeler Yuta shirt that says it's just white and in blood BCC. Mm-hmm. They'll sell. There's your shirt. There's your NWO shirt. It's cool. Yeah, it's really <laughs> cool. Rad. It's fucking cool. Because when he rubbed all the blood over, I know, man, it was really good. Yeah. So if you didn't watch, then I I pity you um, mm-hmm. that you didn't get to watch. Uh, it's a shame that not a lot of people watch Rampage. Yeah, Wheeler and Moxley yeah. on. In the main event of AEW Rampage, it was beautiful pro wrestling. Bloody pro wrestling. Very good. Very great. Very good story. Very good resolution. And um, now Yuta Wheelerson is a part of the BCC. Mm-hmm. Blackpool Combat Club. Combat Club. Yeah. Which is a silly name, but is also cool. If you hear in the background, my dog is wheezing. That's that noise is. Um, she'll be fine. She'll get it out of her system. She's got a lot of fluid in her lungs, you know. Oh, she, she did not. She was. She's going blind. She didn't she's see it been coming. A, she was attacked. She didn't see it coming. She, right there. She was like, "What?" Well, she thought there was a ghost. Anyway, um, that's my favorite wrestler. That's your favorite wrestler. Anything favorite else wrestler, you want to say about Wheeler? I, 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 well, other only that he fucking rules, and yeah. um, I don't know what his he's types also, are going to look like, but he, he's it, also the pure ROH pure champion too. That's true. So that it's an especially um, appropriate pick. Yeah. This week, him having won that title recently, and um, I assume we'll get to see him defend it on AEW TV, and it's going to work beautifully with the uh, Blackpool the Combat whole Club. Of the whole them, gimmick. Them, yeah. 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 I I think it would be fun if so we get like so they'll get one more protege. I feel like. So you have Wheeler Yuta, right? Yeah. He's kind of like almost a, a, a younger Brian Danielson, right? With all his, but still different because he does more high flying stuff. But mm-hmm. I would like to see them recruit 
another like young like brawler like Mox. So you have two brawlers, two more. Oh, interesting. I mean, I just was sort of thinking it would make sense for Gresham to be in that group. Yeah. You know, like he to me, he he really does feel like a younger Danielson to me. The way that he wrestles. Maybe eventually, because right now he's got he's he is feuding with Jay. Jay Lethal turned on him. Right. Stuff, and what's cool, they bled that stuff over into Dynamite, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Um, but was he talking about Gresham on the Dynamite thing, or he was talking to Joe? He was talking to Joe. Because Joe saved Gresham. Right. But they did mention the mentorship thing yeah. between Gresham and and uh, Jay Lethal. And then Lethal and Samoa Joe yeah. had the same. So yeah, it's all it's all good, it's all great, connected. good, 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 good stuff. But what if what if they maybe they could add a big man? Who would be a big man? I would say Wardlow, but I feel like he needs to have a singles run by himself. So yeah, not Wardlow. Fucking JD Drake, just add JD Drake to it. Um, I don't know. I'll have to think about that. I'll have to think about who's a big shooter. I don't know. I do think that they should bring in Fit Finley though. To be a part of it. I think he's a producer at WWE. Uh, bummer. Bummer. Yeah, you know, get Finn Juice. Let's have Finn Juice. That's the tag team. Yeah. <laughs> Even though Juice doesn't really fit. I'm just Finn Juice. I really like Finn Juice. As much as I give uh, give the young Finley. David? What's his son's name? Dave, In, in yeah. Finn Juice, mm-hmm. David. As much as I give him shit about his cool, his cool, <laughs> his cool tattoos. Yeah. Pretty um, cool. They're fun to watch. Um, those are our favorite wrestlers. Those people, Wheeler Yuta. I think he's been my favorite wrestler before. I don't recall, though. Um, it doesn't really matter. But if you want to find out, just go back and check out the whole back catalog. You, did you see the hole? You look at the hole? Yeah. Pass? Piss got nothing to do with it. You got underwear on, so don't yeah. worry about it. Piss got nothing to do. <laughs> I'll say other dots. Other, did I pee in myself? No. Probably. You're right. It was a shadow. I mean, though, I do wear these without underwear from time to time, so it's bound to happen. It's Yeah. Um, there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> nothing you can do about that. I think before we get to the matches, we got to go through everyone's favorite part of the show. Yeah. Yes, I have one. Okay, I have two. All right, let's do a little Oreo. Well, I'll be the cream. Gross. Ingrid, I'm sorry I startled you with my hand there. Just sent you a, a tweet. It is one of my new favorite. Twitter accounts. All right. So this is John uh, Tentameter, which is at Tentameter. <laughs> so I'm assuming before I read the tweet, um, it's about how people compare to John Tenta. Is that basically the ju- he's the Tenta? What yes. Was it called? He's it, the, the, the Tentameter. The, the Tentameter, in the, it, it says uh, it picks a, a random point in John Tenta's career and um, says how old he is and then says... This person is also that age. He is a bot and it's a script. Is the <laughs> age? I don't. I, that would be. I would love that if it were actual. If it was actually an AI that was doing this. But anyway, go ahead and read the read the copy from the tentameter. <laughs> All here. caps. Tentameter engaged. Calculating. Output. Regular font. When John Tenta made his sumo debut in 1985, he was the same age as. All caps. Calculating. Regular. Hook at 7:30. Hook. Tentameter reading complete. Send shark. <laughs> and then we have a side by side. Side by side, we got uh, uh, Tenta here in his sumo gimmick with some wonderfully blurry, uh, <laughs> snot colored Japanese hiragana. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have just uh, Hook being just the, the handsomest devil. Yeah, Hook, who is like 20. 20. And this is Tenta at the same age, yeah? Yeah, same. 
man. Same age. Tinto looks fucking great. Made his sumo what. debut. <laughs> he does look great. <laughs> I love like, his. He looks like speaking of the office. We were talking about Oscar Martinez earlier. Yeah. He looks like Kevin from the office. Yes. He spills all the chili. <laughs> yeah, like a devastatingly Kevin. violent Kevin. So anyway, is the Tentometer shit house? Um, let's a few things. The Tentometer is shit house. Mm-hmm. John Tenta as a sumo is shit house. <laughs> yeah, right. Hook, uh, by definition, is a shit house. He's a shit house. Yeah. So I would deem this tweet fully shit house. Great. Okay. Good to know. And by the way, if you want to uh, take a look at these with us, and we hope that you do, uh, you'll find them posted on our social media. Uh, Twitter handle is at uh, Tope Suicida Pod. That's also where we are on Instagram. Uh, Bo is at Bo Rosser on both of those platforms i'm at mike from tv on twitter at mike from television on instagram so i have one i just sent it to you via text okay uh right below your text of it's the design of the pants it's a tiktok of course it's tiktok it's my main source of jimbo hawkins mm-hmm. on tiktok it's hard out here for a pimp yeah okay hashtag peak male performance mm-hmm. okay jimbo let's see what you got Okay. Oh, Jimbo. Yeah. Oh, okay. You might not like it, but this is what the peak male athletic form looks like, and there ain't a fucking thing you can do about it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So Jimbo, Jimbo is um, I think it's a term. A big, a big man with a lot of body hair. Mm-hmm. And um, he was on rollerblades. Yeah. He was at a skate park. And skaters know what they hate. Rollerbladers, rollerbladers. At fucking skate park. Yeah. yeah, but but it's not our fault. We grew up watching Brink, dude. It's true. And this guy, I think, can you do that on a skateboard? I guess you could, but you got to hold the board to your feet. It would be hard. What do you do? It was Tell just, the just a, what he did. Just a straight backflip with his fucking hands in his pockets, like he couldn't be bothered. It was not silk, not smooth, but like sateen yeah like it was a sateen flip sateen it's like it like it like moved through the air like a like a, a stirring like a spoon s- through like coffee sateen dream a sateen dream yeah yeah um i think that um just in 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 general any kind of a backflip with your hands in your pockets yeah is shit house. and again he, he's in denim jeans too i think yes denim D- denim jeans and uh, absolutely shirtless with a backwards Again, baseball cap. very husky as well. Yeah. So a lot of body weight doing that flip. He, he himself is a shithouse. Yes. The move is shithouse. The fact that he's on rollerblades mm-hmm. is shithouse. And then his monologue, his the fucking promo that he cuts <laughs> after is shithouse. It's really good. All right. I got one more here for you. Let me find it. Let me just find it. Did you actually it. specify on wax if it was shithouse? Did you say? Uh, I th- I don't know that I did, but I was in the process of describing how everything about it was shithouse. <laughs> yeah. So you can imagine that the conclusion that I reached was that, yes, indeed, it was shithouse. The food was, in fact, yours. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, um, a sport that I wasn't familiar with. And it's... Uh, I was, I was, did I was, you want to try that and again? <laughs> and I was blown away. <laughs> Well, now it has to stay. Anyway, all right, you just sent it to me. Send it to you on Twitter. All right, I'm a paragon of self control. Thank you. So this, this is uh, from uh, from Justin (laughs) Boldaji at Justin Boldaji. 
this is so tight. I didn't know where. <laughs> Wait, this is so tight. I didn't know there were pogo guys. I didn't know either. So uh, this is a video of a pogo pogo uh, guy, which pogo stick, everyone. It's a minute long here. Here okay, we go. Here we go. Let me turn this down. This is this music, but an awesome backflip. Oh, there he goes. He's on like a candy cane pogo. He's 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 throwing the stick. I got a funny story after we watch this. Yeah. Movie. Holy shit, the dude with the green one. They're going so high. <laughs> they're going so high. There are like roofs involved. Yeah. So they're at they're at a park uh, with like uh, little picnic areas. Ooh, that guy just fucked. I think that was part of the show. Like a picnic area, and they're yeah. jumping all the way up on top of a thing. So that's what ten feet high. <laughs> yeah, at least. Trying to grind, but it's not working. Ooh, that one did. Yeah, that does a sick grind. At forty-five seconds is the one I was talking about. Everyone, nice backflip. Fucking, there it is. The glory. He, he jumped the last. So the last one, he jumps all the way up to one of those picnic coverings in a park, and like stalls on it. Um, like we're big skateheads. We, you know, words like yeah, stalls. We know, we're, it's just, yeah, just yeah, part we, of we our. We watch the X Games it's every It's part year. of our lexicon. Yeah, that's how we we grew up with it. And he stalled, he stuck his leg out, probably like a, a, a kick fakey. Yeah, a kick fakey stall. And then he jumped back down. So what I have to say about this is yeah. shit house. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, thought, I so thought it would be. I thought it would be. After I graduated high school. Yeah. Oh, so did it, you know some pogo dudes? I was one. <gasps> I was bad at it. In between, uh, so summer, after senior year is done, before we go to college. After senior year of high school? Yeah. Maybe it was junior year during the summer. It was one of the two okay, years. Okay, okay, okay. But in the 17, 18-year-old range. These kids age and yeah. uh, we had found a pogo stick. And so we just took turns at Ryan's house in his garage trying to outside the driveway rather just going swicking back and forth. Like you try. Yeah, I try. I try. You yeah. Try. We had a unicycle it, as well. It's hard to even just do a pogo it stick. Is, the pogo stick was easier than the unicycle. Sure. I cannot unicycle. Yeah. I don't know how you. And I have pretty good balance and I just couldn't do it. I can't skateboard either. Maybe it's the same. Maybe it's standing balance moving object. I have a problem with. Could be. Pogo I could do because it's up and down. Up and down. But it was it's 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 then the trying to move forward, right? Catch yourself, not get like I'm surprised these guys were landing in grass because usually they must be in the south where it's super dry. Because here in Washington where I was doing it, oh you'd sink. Yeah, you'd squish into it like a like yeah. a stiletto shoe into a marsh. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah. Those Florida never proms. Wear, yeah, dude, never wear your stilettos to, if you got to cross a marsh. That's a, <laughs> if you're at a prom in Florida, don't oh, go to right. the marsh from either don't wear stilettos or stay you want to wear flats the flats are also easier to run away from the the crocodiles yeah Yeah. anyways very shit house i was not good at pogo stick at all uh my buddy miller kind of got pretty good Uh darren which is ryan's little brother also got pretty good yeah i think he might have even jumped spun it once oh like the like the the big spin like where you hold the handlebars and spin the bottom around in a circle and then Snap it back to your feet. Ooh. Yeah, so uh, cool stuff. Never that cool. high. They were going, these guys are going like 10 feet. Well, so, so yeah, this is uh, all I, I hear. I thought that the most you could do with a pogo stick was the kid in the elementary school talent show that we had to watch every year who just. He did um, the same thing every just, year? Yeah, he just. His he, moment. His he, would just, he would just pogo stick for um, four minutes to the song to to Van Halen's jump. At least there was music. Cause if they would just play the whole song jump and he and he would be just pogo sticking jumping. to the 
<laughs> I'm now thinking if there was no music. Just four minutes of sort of rusty spring. And the has the little squishy part of the sucked into the stage. No, but this is this is different. This is this is pro. This is art. This is extreme. This is this is shithouse. Shithouse. It it must be acknowledged, right? And I do acknowledge it. So that's that's the show. Okay. So we can get to the matches now. We can. So do we want to do it chronologically? Let's. Yeah, I think that's a good call. So uh, my match you'll find on YouTube. It's Loki versus Kenta, who at this time is the GHC junior heavyweight champion. That was, uh, of course, the, the fake governing body that resided over pro wrestling Noah. Um, much okay. like the IWGP resides over, over New Japan, New Japan Pro okay. Wrestling, right? So the GHC Junior Heavyweight Championship is at stake. Loki is challenging Kenta, and this is um, the best Kenta you'll ever see. This is prime yellow and brown tights Kenta, just a young man with a lot to prove. Throwing his head at every body part. He's Hit, just hitting people hit. very, very, get, very hard. He's No, he does not care for concussions. He's not even entering his mind. No, he has not had any major injuries yet, to, I don't believe. Um, he is a, his elbow is in perfect order. He, he's a be- shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. He's a beautiful stallion that is uh, the protege of Kenta Kobashi and just one of my most favorite pro wrestlers of all time. All right. So it's uh, a YouTube channel called WrestleNesia and it is Loki versus Kenta. It takes place at ring of honor final battle 2005. That's the 17th of December, 2005. It's easy to find. We hope you watch along with us. And um, are we going to watch both at once? Are we going to no, we'll come, come back. back. We'll come back and talk about this match, and we'll watch mine. Okay. Well, watch along with us. Loki versus Kenta, Ring of Honor Final Battle 2005. Oh, brother! There you go. That there was a good match. There it was. That's one of my favorites. One of my absolute favorite matches. So you have seen that one. I've seen it one time, but um, maybe like a year or two ago. And it stuck with me as being, um, I, I don't know, maybe you can do pro wrestling better than that. Like that style of pro wrestling, like two uber tough junior heavyweights just kicking the shit out of each other for a half hour. Yeah. But I don't know how you could do it better than that. It's certainly, um, everything was uh, painful looking. Looks so painful. Like the amount of chops that I know because it's lower definition, you can't tell how bad the welts are getting. Um, But Kenta's chest could not have felt great after that. No. Because Loki full on just palms over and over. And it it looked great. The double stomp, he doesn't, he jumped up and just stayed in his little egg shape and just landed like a little, like a little snap. Just 200 pounds. Oh, right in the chest. Right in the chest. Um, do you have any ratings for this match? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have two out of two asses kicked. Because there, yeah. there were two asses that got kicked in this match. One guy won, but both asses were, both asses were, were, were kicked. Were fully kicked. Fucked. Um, speaking of kicks, uh-huh. I have one out of one popping kicks to the back. Yeah. Because every time Kenta, those kick pads made contact with Loki's back. It was just a thud, a snap, just a juicy saline snap. Yes. 
Almost like the chops, but with feet and so, ankles. So juicy. Just the juiciest sweat. What was the move where even in standard definition, we saw the sweat fly? What was that? Was something that uh, oh, Loki got done. Uh, it, the, the go to sleep. Right. Yeah. When he took the knee to the face, you saw yeah. this big, like, this mushroom cloud of fucking sweat <laughs> that came off his dome, dude. Um, Do you have any other ratings for it? Yeah, I have uh, probably eight or nine really nice, important, tiny details. In this match. Tell me some, because I that's kind of my rating. Let me tell you my rating, then we can talk yeah. about them. Mm-hmm. My last rating is Rude Boy out of Rude Boy Kenta with the tiny head kicks. Yes. That was definitely one of them I think you're you're talking about. Was there anything else that stood out that was subtle, subtle insult, subtle physical insult? Well, just like the, the, the way that it felt so competitive. Yeah. It was because every second of it felt really competitive. For instance, Loki putting the body scissors on Kenta. Yes. Injuring his ribs. A move and then, that I will probably be taking for Baxter. Put the figure four body scissors on him, and it looked like... Kenta looked like someone who was actually struggling to get a breath. Yeah, because the way they did it, like, it's it happened in the middle of the ring, or like a quarter of the ring. Uh-huh. And so now Kenta's, he's on his hip. He's got he's to gotta drag himself and the weight of Loki, who's yeah. on his waist. And Loki's actively resisting, you trying to keep Loki's him in the center of the elbow ring. elbow pushing down yeah. to try to maintain trying that to grip stay. On, the, on the floor, which is just a cool... It's it's not like the rope break you get in WWE, where it's the angle's the same, but it's just they're, they never move. The only... The only um, illusion of stress or, or or trying to reach that rope is the camera angle and just the person yeah. not moving, just mm-hmm. always extending their hand, yeah. and then they grab it. Yeah. This one was actually ugh, like a horror movie, fucking dragging himself and then reaching and grabbing. Yeah, that rope. well, and then also once he was close enough, he reached out and grabbed the goddamn rope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not to just, break the hole. That's the thing; it's camera angle work these days. Even with AEW, they do it too, not as much. With a rope break, you get it. You can see the rope. You can see their palm. Um, the rope is in the foreground. And obviously, if they just grip, they're mm-hmm. on the rope. Yeah. But the angle's like, oh, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? Is he going to get it? Well, right. Well, and also did. speaking of rope breaks, earlier in the match, um, Kenta put on a, an arm bar across arm breaker on Loki. And Loki, it's it's become so contrived that you're, you're, you're keeping keeping your grip in a in an S grip to, to try and stop them from extending Just your visualize arm. Visualize your fingers as the Stussy logo. Stussy logo. Yeah. <laughs> so you're hold you're you're holding and you're resisting and then they extend it and then there's a whole melodrama about do I tap, do I not, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you know, 90% of the time if somebody extends your arm in a in an arm bar across arm, arm breaker, over. it's over. <laughs> the contest is far. over. Yeah. So when that happened, as soon as that happened, Loki slithered and scurried to the ropes with his feet mm-hmm. just, just, just yeah, sticking. He, he towed the ropes. He yeah. just towed the ropes because because he knew that his elbow was about to be dislocated. Yeah. And if you watch old Pancras, which was shoot shoot wrestling, but under pro uh, pro wrestling rules, there were rope breaks, mm-hmm. no closed fists. Um, when guys would get caught in submission holds. Like when when they'd get caught in arm bars and stuff, that's how they'd get to the ropes. Yeah. They'd they'd try and they'd, they'd get to the fucking ropes any way they could. You know, they'd stick the 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 uh, Bianca Belair rattlesnake 
um, lip sprayed <laughs> 3D graphic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything they could do to get to those to ropes. Get to the rope. And so it, it just added this level of of um, like desperation or or, or uh, competition that that let me get lost in watching the match. Yeah. And just enjoy it because it felt like they two guys that were really trying to win. In sequence, that rope break was the one that was the sweet flip over armbar thing, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, I feel like a match recently on AEW, it might have been Brian fighting someone where he, he was going for that arm bar and the and the, his opponent just wouldn't let him get it. He just wouldn't break it. He eventually did get the rope. Maybe it wasn't Brian. I remember it having recently, but it was cool because, like, yeah. yeah, they never got the arm bar. Yeah. On. They yeah. tried. Yeah. God, they tried. <laughs> but yeah. It never happened. Maybe it wasn't. I don't think it was Brian recently, but I, I do remember seeing it recently. It was fun. Yeah. Um, I have no more ratings for okay. that one. Well, uh, that was a good match. I liked it a lot because, again, I didn't have really any Kenta knowledge until he showed up as Hideo Tommy, yeah. which is the coolest wrestling right. name of all time. It yeah. was squandered. <laughs> totally. It's now it's squandered in the in the annals yeah. of copyright, Vince copyright. Add another one to the pot. So add, add another one to the pile. It's Hideo Itami. Yeah. It's fucking badass. It sounds <laughs> it's a great, great name. It sounds really Coming out nice. with a suit with no socks. Yeah. Woo! I know, hot. So tiny hot. little, what were they, were they were skinny slacks. Tiny little skinny tiny slacks. slacks you've ever tiny seen. Tiny slacks. Uh, so the next match we have, everyone, we're going to get into here. We hope you do too. It's also on YouTube. Again, you can find this match and the previous match uh, on our Twitter at Tope Suicida Pod in the same feed with the shit houses and everything mm-hmm. this week. So my match tonight is. Two people that are world-renowned now. Now. Now they're huge. Yeah. They are two wrestlers Mm -hmm. that actually made it in the WWE coming from Ring of Honor. (laughs) You know? Yep. And that is Kevin Steen, a.k.a. Kevin Owens, versus El Generico, which it's, it's weird for me to say... They made their name because El Generico, as we know, is is really good friends with Sami Zayn, but they're right. not the same person. Right. Yeah. Um, but as soon as this match ended, I believe El Generico went and saved like orphanages in Mexico. Yeah. Raising houses down there. Yeah. And Sami Zayn showed up in NXT. Yep. And now he's the Intercontinental Champion with Again. arguably the f- best match of both nights of WrestleMania against Johnny Knoxville with yep. all the traps. <laughs> But it's, I keep closing it because this commercial keeps fucking popping up. This match is Kevin Steen versus El Generico. Ladder War is what the match is at. It's at ROH Final Battle 2012, which Final Battle is their big pay-per-view. I think actually that last match was that Final Battle as well. Yep, 2005. Yeah. So this is 12. How many years passed? This is uh, eight, seven. seven years. <laughs> seven, yeah, good math. math. That's some good math. Simple math. Seven years um, this is an insane ladder match. It's uh, but it's on YouTube in full. Again, go to our Twitter at Tope Suicida Pod. You'll see it, and you can watch it with us. We'll talk about it here after the break. I can see why maybe El Generico never showed up again. I think he might be dead. Yeah, I'm going to need to have some type of confirmation, some sort of um, medical reassurance. Sammy has assured him he's down in Mexico building houses, so must be alive. I hope so, but I mean, what I will say is that Sammy and Kevin Steen are like kind of this 
this best of friends, worst of enemies kind of a thing. And so it's impossible to know whether they're, they're BFFs or they're fighting because uh, they're switching back and forth all the time. So what, what I'm saying is that maybe Sami Zayn is taken up for Kevin Owens. He's taken, he's, he is spinning this yarn about mm-hmm. Generico doing the Lord's work. Mm-hmm. In his home so you're positing that Generico and Sammy are the same person. No, I'm. What? No, I'm. I'm positing that Sammy Zayn is also friends with Kevin Steen, right? As Generico is. Okay. And he is take. He's trying to uh, help his friend cover up the murder of El Generico. Oh, oh, okay. Um, here's the spot again. Uh, so, so you think Sammy is now like? I saw you. I saw you. I saw you package pile drive Generico uh, to death. Like Generico end. died here. Yeah. And Sami Zayn has been helping. Yes. Colluding. This entire time colluding with Kevin Steen because they were both, they were both in on this. That's why they this both was, resigned with WWE. This was a they, hit. They have to resign yeah. because that's part of the deal. Mm-hmm. The, the contract they wrote with the cleaner guy that also showed up. They're like, you can't talk. So we got to pay you off. And yeah. he's like, I don't, you don't need to pay me off. Yeah, I just want to see you two wrestle together forever in the worst company. <laughs> yeah, man, you know, what I, you know what I was thinking today. What I was just well, I was talking about it with someone. Um, you, when you get married, yeah, you um, you're talking about that. With you someone s- sign a piece of paper okay. that says, "I'll um, you are belong to me now forever." Right. right. Um, and Fuck under off. these <laughs> under these conditions. It went back to the one we were just watching. It went back to Kent. I was very confused. Uh, okay, under these conditions. Yeah, and um, you're mine forever and ever. And I was, I, I, I remembered. I was like, where have I heard that before? And then I was like, oh, that's the devil. That's what the devil does. Yeah, it's a contract. Yeah, that's kind of like what every contract is, though. If you think mm. about it, I'm about to resign my lease. It's kind of the same thing, but for a year. So that's what the devil does. Yeah. Yeah. But my my property owners are not that bad. They did interrupt the show one time. You remember that moment. And they were lucky to survive. That was a very... That was Mike's first encounter with legit heated bow. I had, no, I had not seen... You were uh, yeah. online. You weren't even in the room. Uh-uh. No, Bo was slamming things around. Stomping around. Steamed. You got any ratings for this I, match? I do. I got three of them. The first one is 23 out of 23, ladder slide to the knee. Because the first yeah. slide, Kevin is... He's outside the ring and just pushes the ladder across the canvas of the mat toward body parts of El Generico. This first one was the knee. Mm-hmm. And we exclaimed, proclaimed real loud, oh, shit. And then not 15 minutes later, same maneuver to the face of Generico. Yep. Eliciting a louder, fuck. He got fucked. He did. He did. He so I wrote that rating. He, Before I even knew the he headshot. did. If you watched that match and you didn't think that Generico got fucked in the face by that ladder that Steen slid into the ring, I don't know what to tell you. Or fucked in general. Uh, Generico got like two ladder moves off. That's it. Kevin was the re- dominating the yes. rest of the time. Yes. Kevin. Kev- Kevin. He just got that sweet like destroyed him. Brainbuster something suplex with Kevin's head on the ladder. That was cool. Yes, that was cool. There was the backdrop. Backdrop, but I think those are the only two. Yeah. <laughs> Generico got. 
fucked. Pretty much everything else was Generico getting um, fucked. Yeah, so speaking of that, I three out of three ladder bounces for Generico because he uh, was bouncing off every ladder. Bing, bing, Back, boing, head, face. boing, boing. Uh, well, uh, before I do my last rating, what do you got any, got any there? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, my, I only have one rating for this match. Okay. And it is, well, maybe I have two. Okay. But my first one is um, seven out of seven pieces of fucked furniture. Yes. We had a series of ladders, right? Fucked. We had the metal thin shitty ladders built yep. for a couple of those a residential paint job. A couple of those went down. A couple of those immediately. A couple of those just, peeled across like a cheese stick, yeah. just peeled in half. <laughs> Generico took that beautiful backdrop onto, onto one. Um, and then shortly thereafter, we saw um, the, the a guard one. a guardrail get absolutely destroyed decimated and 15 minutes later same guard the rail. same one yeah. got destroyed again <laughs> then we have the the taller uh yellow ladder which is more for like a let's say the church is holding a shindig and we mm-hmm. gotta we gotta put some christmas lights on the church yeah. building that was that a was a bit, bit higher that, that was a bigger ladder yeah, yeah bigger ladder more people involved yeah. then there's the orange ladder right which was the hey we're on you a need a special site. license. You should be wearing a helmet yes. when you climb on this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like you're being contracted because you're an expert yeah. at putting high things up on other things. And the other bit of furniture was a couple tables. Mm-hmm. Two, one, two tables got fucked. Two two tables. Uh, one, uh, a fun little experiment Kevin was trying by stacking it on top of a ladder across from the <laughs> ring, yes. uh, the railing and the, and the, and the apron. That Beautiful backfired. setup. Perfect setup. You'll love, to see, you'll love to see the creativity. Yeah, though. we love Kevin and his ingenious mind. Yeah. And the other one was just an F5 to the announcing table um, and it, to, to Generico, and uh, he died, which leads him to my new, uh, oh, last score. Yeah. Repeat out of repeat, quote, oh, no, fuck. <laughs> and that's us. What's us talking? We said that probably 20 times yeah. watching this Because when match. he got that, he was up on the rope, and it, he was in control. He was like, oh, Generico's going to do something to Kevin. And then... Kevin put him in like over the shoulder, like a Death Valley driver, uh, uh, go to sleep, yes. that kind of position. To which we said, Oh no, he's going through the announcing table. And yeah. I didn't expect an F5 to do it. Yeah. It I thought gnarly. it was going to be a Death Valley because Kevin does that move. Yeah. Doesn't he? Yeah. Like, well, they were talking. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure, but they were talking like he was using that F5 to beat people sometimes too. So you don't have any more ratings then? No, I just had the one, just the seven pieces of fucked furniture. Um, although I will say, I just a quick editor's note: neither the the neither of the large ladders got fucked in this match. They they remained intact. They went home to their families. Yeah, it's hard though, because again, those are real ass ladders, yeah, and they're meant to hold a lot of weight. Yeah, and they're not going to buckle no. under the 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 the, the um whisper of a man that generic right no they're gonna hold up and what the the thing that's gonna break is uh is the human body and actually what generico's body yeah um that's fine i I forgot i I had one more rating and it was uh one out of one uh yambag pizza parties on uh on the the ladder city that was built (laughs) um after everything that generico was put through in that match one more thing it was just one more thing, and it was the yambag pizza party. Oh, you're gonna kick me, and then you're just gonna you're just gonna kick me and let me leave me alone. Right. Oh no, you're gonna kick me in the crotch, and then you're gonna kick me in the crotch. Package pile drive me through two ladders. Yeah, yeah. You oh, got cool. Go we do that. <laughs> cool. Okay. Can I just be on the ground? And you just kick me in the yambags, and you climb. Mm-mm. No. Oh, you no. want to still put me through no. some ladders? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's the best friend I'm conversation. Pretty, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. 
Um, cool. Uh, we hope everyone watched those matches as well. Yeah. We really, uh, uh, again, find them on YouTube. You find them on our Twitter. We want to hear about your opinion on the matches. Yeah. Because they're fun. And if you like the honor roll, because I plan on uh, coming back with this and doing more ROH. I think if we get to watch wrestling this good, we'd be crazy not to keep doing this series. Here's my ultimate hope. Mm. So Warner Brothers, TBS, yeah. uh, TNT, HBO, all the same company. Yeah, right. Um, so my hope is that where does this giant collection of ROH stuff go? Put it on HBO Max. Um, yeah. Where we can watch it. And then maybe this honor roll will come even more better because it'll be higher definition feeds. Yeah. It'll be more accessible. It'll be like these are from and... straight from the DVDs. Yeah. So, yeah. Great. Um, that would be cool. And I bet we get some kind of streaming announcement of something for ROH in the this this year. So, so fingers crossed on that one. Come on, Tony. Don't let he, us down. I mean, he bought it all. So Don't let us down, baby. It. Before we mm-hmm. plug shit, you mm-hmm. know, and before we close out the yeah. show with everyone's favorite segment. Yeah. Um, we have another one that's kind of everyone's favorite segment. So here we are at Tights of the Night. We forgot to do it last week. That's fine. It's fine. What did we do last week? What was? What well, was I think it was show? clear that Crush was the Tights of the Night last week. It was Crush. It was, cru- starburst it was Crush. It was Crush. He was a Starburst. He was a humongous Starburst. It was Crush. It was Crush. Definitely was Crush. crush. Doink, because Doink, he's colorful. Yeah. But you expect that outfit. Yeah. And Stone Cold Rock were just in black on black. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Definitely Crush. Uh, this week though, we have four, four people fighting. Mm-hmm. Loki. I mean, last week we also had four people fighting. True. Loki, yeah, black trunks, gold, long bolts. Let's say lightning bolt. Bolts. Yeah, kind well, of light, really. kind of a lightning bolt from the hip to the legs. Yeah, we have Kenta. Yeah, he's got the velvet, uh, yellow boxer shorts, yellow trunks, and brown, yellow and brown, with the brown kick, kick pads, pads <laughs> matching his brown hair. Yeah, we have El Generico in his generic luchador outfit. Generic luchador outfit, which is it's iconic. It's iconic. And then we have Kevin die, uh, kill scene, kill mm. Kevin. Also, same thing. He's in his, 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 his um, knee, knee shorts. Yeah. He's what in kind all, of shorts. I call it. He's in all black. He's it's a, like a basketball shorts. He's got a onesie under there. He's got his yep. one piece underneath. Yep. So his belly doesn't fall out of his shirt. He's yep. got, he's, he's, he's keeping it as tight as he's he keeping can. it tight. Um, it, and it was a good shirt. Yes. It's the best, uh, slogan. The kill scene, kill Vince shirt. We'll never let him make. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, fight Owens fight is the same. It's just... It's not the same. Well, it's the, I get it. It's the same. Just the volume like, turned way yeah, down on Killstein hey, Kill. Fight. Just, you just fight. You just fight. You don't kill. Although, calling him KO is pretty cool. So, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. KO, like, he knock you out. Yeah. He is... He... Chris Hero hates us right now. Cassius Ono. Cassius Ono. We talked about this. I think we talked about this on mic before we um, went to that match. Is that, like, Kevin and Sammy... Are like weird success stories in WWE. Yeah, because yeah. like just looking at Kevin, mm-hmm. like when he got hired, like he looks great now. But when he got hired, mm-hmm. he's a piece of shit. <laughs> like he's a big old shit house piece of shit mm-hmm. that uh, had said many times, like I eat too much. I I'm I don't know why they hired me, but yeah, they did. And well, he's just a great wrestler. And Triple H saw that. H saw it. Yeah. H saw him. H saw it. He just loves dude that loves his Pepsi Cola or whatever. And you know what? 
I love those wild berry beignets. I've had I've had them about four or five more times since what are you last gonna, week's you know, What are you supposed What are you supposed to do? It's Just a three not pack. Eat them? It's, it's easy. A three pack. They're covered in powder. What do I do? What do you do? God, they taste so good. I made a tweet that said these wild berry beignets taste like pussy. I get Didn't it. Didn't go very well. This <laughs> like like when I eat them, yeah. I was getting horny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My, yeah. yeah he's horn dogging out over the over these. Over these fruit-filled, deep-fried pastries. This isn't a joke, Mike. Yeah, yeah, he's getting, he's getting horny. <laughs> yeah. Third time I bought him. Third time you got horny about a pastry. I was eating it, and my tongue went right in the beignet. Yeah, yeah. And the fruit exploded all over my tongue. All right, l- l- I, I got so horny for real. Listen, l- listeners, I, I understand that you... Um, I understand that there's a little e sort of the explicit thing that's by the um, the content on the website. So the, <laughs> that's or on, not what on you the, signed up for. So, but this is a, even a new level of um, gross that I have we have not um, really. Although I don't know, there's been some pretty gross stuff on this show. But bow so bo, bo eating bow bo eating. Uh, the ass out of these fruit beignets, <laughs> fancy toaster strudels, fancy toaster strudels, and actually like achieving an erection. From I it didn't get an erection, is... but there was a possibility. <laughs> it's like if I just if I would have focused on my nipples after eating the beignet, <laughs> I think my sister listens to the show. Yeah, if you would have focused on your nipples. <laughs> Sorry, Holly. My poor sister listens to the show. Yeah. I just hope that my mom uh, <laughs> at some point never listens, doesn't. You know what? What are we doing? We're doing Tights of the Night. Yeah. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing, of the we're night. doing Tights of the Night. Um, Kenta. Right? Kenta. It was yeah, Kenta. Yeah, it was Kenta. Kenta. It was Kenta. Where can people find us? Okay. Um, if you still want to, uh, that's at Tope Suicida Pod on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Mike from TV. On Twitter at Mike from Television. On Instagram, Bo is at Bo Rosser on both of those platforms. And you can see cool tweets like the Wildberry Pussy tweet I made. There's a lot of cool tweets that you can check out. Bo is just devastating this mason jar full of room temperature <sighs> water like a psychopath. <sighs> and um, now I'm afraid we have come to the end of the program. Yeah. And so, uh, as it is um, a traditional. Sentiment to express now. You've closed the show before. What are you doing here? (laughs) You're just rambling. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm in a different time zone right now. The CBD soda really hit you hard. That's what it is. I swigged it. Bo is looking at me like I'm prey right now. I'm just, my jaw hurts from laughing about the, the beignets. Every time I order them, I feel funny because like, yeah, I'm still talking about the beignets. Because the beignets are, it's, yeah. you know, beignets French, so it's spelled weird. Right. It's got a G in there. What's happening? Yeah, I don't know. Can I get the Wildberry Beignets? <laughs> and then I get horny. Anyway, end the show. I mean, I was, I was, I was in the middle of. I know. And then you told me, and then, and then you said, what are you doing? You know how to end the show. What the fuck's, what's, what's wrong with you? Stopped you from ending the show. You stopped me from ending the show to tell me that I wasn't ending the show. Because, well, I was trying to end the show. Um, but this is the moment um, when we ask, what is wrestling? It's called The Wrestling is Vacation. And I'm going to make Bo do his first. 
Um, so, Bo, what is yeah. wrestling? Oh, man. I'm so glad you asked, Mike. Whew. Wrestling is that laughter between friends. Mm. Yeah. That, that, uh, that, that communal sharing of um, blood <laughs> in your head and face when you laugh. Yeah. You know, like, you, if you're ever congested yeah, shared and you blood. start laughing. Mm-hmm. What does the congestion do? It goes away because the blood starts moving because you're happy. Mm-hmm. Wrestling is the tightening of a jaw. I just licked my lips really horny just now. Did you see that? Yeah. Did you see what I did? Yeah, I saw. I didn't mean to do that because I'm talking about biting down on one of them wild berries. Okay, we're still horny. Wrestling for the is venues. biting in them wild berries. And you got the powder. The powder hits the roof of your mouth or tongue. And it's everything. It's everything. You expected it to be, and you know the first time you got the bananas, you said to yourself, "I can't order them again because they were perfect." Yeah. But I did order them again, and they were still perfect. And that third time I ordered them again, I'm about ready to marry these beignets and have kids with these. Wow, beignets. you're gonna put a ring on those beignets, which they'd fit because they're not very big. Yeah, just squish it right on the juice would. <laughs> anyway, wrestling is that delicious pastry that you really can't get enough of. Mm-hmm. You need to because it's not good for you to have so many beignets within a month's time. <laughs> so, yeah. especially when you're trying to get healthy, but your arms still are getting bigger, so that's fine. Wrestling is comfort, baby. Wow, I really, I, I, I loved that. Uh, I think you really summed it up well. My favorite part was how the uh, wildberry beignets were both um, simultaneously representative of someone's finger and their sex organ mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what you can expect really from like, yeah. Toby Susie to what wrestling can be is the, mm-hmm. is the, is the um, conjunction of two ideas into one. Is that the word? Shoot. Isn't a conjunction two words that work together to make one? A conjunction is a or word a that word. is a connector word. Shit. Well, that's what yeah. wrestling is. Mike, what's wrestling to you? A wrestling is a yambag pizza party um, on top of a ladder city. A wrestling is twisted steel in sex appeal. Mm-hmm. Um, wrestling is, is, a, big, is a, a bag of meat that you just carry on your back. Yeah. And um, you pull uh, pieces of meat, st- like steaks out of the bag, and then you just throw them at people. Yeah. <laughs> and you just... You know, people that you're trying to get, you know, instead of like shooting them with a BB gun or whatever, sometimes it's just a big bag of raw meat. So people just stew meat, just slinging it like like a snowball fight, but so but raw meat. So you're trying to get a, get attention of the person that you want attention from. So you're slinging your meat at them. Yeah. So you could do it for a number of reasons. Like it could be a person that you like, yeah. and you're trying to like show off. Sling your meat at them. Yeah. Could be a prank on a teacher. Anyway, the the, the point is wrestling is um. Slinging your meat and and trying not to get it caught in the screen door you don't when you're that. coming back inside. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. it, uh, folks, if you ever and I, I'm not talking about one of these itty bitty little, mm-hmm. uh, teeny tiny, um, wimpy screen doors. Like a rickety. I'm, I'm talking about like my grandparents had had a screen door that was that was a thick like yeah. iron glass. It closed fast too. Door it, it closed. Fast, like you and think it's was... gonna have that spring to little. No, 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 no. No, it would just clo- <laughs> close. Yeah, yeah, and I got my fingers pinched mm. in that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, where, where uh, the outside or the inside of the frame, like by the the lever 
or by the handle or by the bolts? By the by the lever or by the I got it pin, I got pinched I got it pinched in the door as it was closing. Okay, so what uh, I'm saying left or so like pinched here? Oh, oh, or pinched on the back the hin- side. The, hin- the hinges. Okay, yeah, that's I got the bolts. <laughs> the bolts are on part of the hinges. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it. I thought you meant deadbolt. No. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's, uh, I think that's worse. The it, yes, one. I think it would it would be worse. But no, I was I was lucky in that I okay. only got my fingers pinched uh, in the by the handle. Yeah. So it was less, but it, it was still extremely painful, and um, it, it's probably the closest that I'll ever get to the pain that you feel when you're in a ladder war. Mm-hmm. So wrestling is meat, and wrestling is trying to protect your meat. Baby. So wrestling, so wrestling is like dating <laughs> your meat and trying to protect your meat. Yeah. Because you don't want your meat to get hurt. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Look out for your meat, everybody. We'll see you next week. Tope Suicida, What Wrestling Can Be, is a knit comedy co-op production and edited by Mike Whitman and Bo Baxter-Rosser. Thanks for listening.